I'm Carolyn Holzman, and this is Confessions of an SEO. These are my experiences in SEO, both as an SEO and an SEO tester. So you're not going to hear me talk about Google press releases. This is not going to give you homework or trigger some form of FOMO because we deal with that in our industry almost on an hourly basis. So um, primarily what you need to understand is that everything that I share, I, I share because I've tested it. And I don't think that 100% of the time, <coughs> excuse me, that, that the lack of results is because we failed on our side. I think sometimes Google and Google systems can break and they don't tell us. So if you're an independent or agency SEO, I get you. And if you're an, a business owner or stakeholder trying to manage a team, you know, I was a local business owner for a long time, and I understand the need and sense of questioning to understand better. However, please stay receptive. Okay, so here is episode eight of season three. So did you hear about the latest unannounced Google update? Nah, me neither. Welcome to the least SEO SEO podcast on the planet. This week, I was having a great conversation with a colleague putting together some training and the topic came up about strategy, specifically SEO strategy. You know, does it ever happen to you? I'm going to explain something and you're probably, it'll make sense when I get there. Okay. So sometimes you have these great big things that you're sort of thinking about. They're not really ideas yet because they're, they're not fully formed, but you know, they're coming kind of like, like pre thoughts and, and your brain just starts, you know, hanging out in there, just going, going nuts, trying to figure things out. And, you know, I think it's what things are before we have words to describe them, you know, as we, as thoughts start to come in and, um, and then suddenly, you know, you have a conversation and you're talking about something like SEO strategy and then the brain lights up. It's suddenly able to connect all the dots just through, you know, hearing that one word, you sort of realize, oh, okay. And then going back through and just sort of reconnecting the dots. And uh, that kind of was the experience I had after this conversation because I realized that when I'm implementing SEO tactics, when things, you know, the, the manual nitty gritty, the very granule down, down in the weeds kind of work. I'm thinking about the strategy. You know, I'm not building a backlink. I'm building whatever strategy that I'm using. And when someone shares a tactic that they're working on, you know, while I am listening to it, I realize that a lot of times while I'm listening, I'm also trying to find the strategy portion of it. You know, when would I use it? And why would I use it? And, and how do we use that? And is that the only application of it? You know, and since that day, I've been swimming in the concept of SEO strategy. And I realize now that sometimes when I hear people who are by profession SEOs, they're really deep into a particular strat, uh, tactic. You know, and they'll say it like they want it. They mean it. And then in the next breath, they want to know if this really, really cool thing We'll work in something like affiliate SEO. And I literally fall off the cliff because I thought they were talking about why it works. And then I realized my brain was actually layering all that on top of what they were saying. Okay. So it wasn't that they were saying it. 
I was hearing it and putting my own overlay on top of it. So I started thinking about how to verbally express all of this. And then the universe literally drops into my lap an opportunity where I'm in charge of developing strategy and implementing it for some sites. Note to self, be careful what you wish for, you might just get it. I, I heard the saying early in my business career, if you have a lumber mill, remember you can always sell your sawdust. Now, I'm sure there's some that are not familiar with that, the meaning of that phrase. And it's really the concept of simply sharing the byproduct of your work. That is a most enjoyable thought. So we're going to stick a pin in that one and I'll get back to you on it. So for the big news that you won't hear anywhere else, well, maybe you'll hear it on the crawl or no crawl reports. We did not experience a, um, a core update. It is possible that, um, it, unless you watch the, the SEO weather tools, um, Thursday, they went up really, really high. So normally on a normal day, they'll be like around two, three, maybe four, and suddenly they'll jump up. So Thursday, it jumped up. And so a lot of people were talking about, you know, things that changed. And yet when they went and checked them, everything was fine. So there, there might have been some weirdness, you know, with the changing the HTML in our search results, which kind of messes with tools. If, if you didn't know that, make a note of that. So don't just read your tool and go, the sky is falling. Go and check. Go and use your eyeballs. The real news is in the last two weeks, we've had four new Chrome build bots. Now, if you're a regular listener, you know I talk about Google bots, desktop, mobile, it's, I watch them. I count them every day. I use server logs. So it's, it's super, super nerdy. If you want to know more, you can watch the crawl or no crawl reports. If you like the nitty gritty, you know, a number of weeks of nothing new in the, in the bot world, they kind of, they being Google, they kind of suckered me into a complacency about my daily counting and parsing out the various Chrome builds. Someone, I'm looking at you, Barry, started a conversation in an article about a ranking algorithm update on Valentine's Day, an unannounced Google update. Well, there are a whole lot of reasons why SEO weather tools shoot up, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's a core update. It does seem a bit suspicious that a new Chrome build bot gets launched. Google starts testing the efficacy of that new bot and then lots of people report that their pages aren't findable anymore. Like, like these are not people who know that a new bot was launched. It's just they start sharing all of that on social media and different forums and things like that. A lot of them will also say, like, you know, my pages aren't findable or my page was indexed and suddenly uh, it's no longer indexed. And it's just kind of like I'm, I've been looking at that and, you know, there's so many reasons why I feel like if you were aware that there's a certain amount of rollback in that testing process, and you know, Google says they run thousands of tests every year, this could be one of them. You know, why wouldn't they count this as a test? So let's say if you have a, a, an experience of rollback where pages that were findable before, Google might be testing a bot to see, is it going to be findable again? I, I don't know. It, it just sounds like um, there's lots of ways to describe this, and it doesn't always have to be, 
you know, screaming the word update and scaring the bejesus out of people. I enjoy being an SEO that's fascinated by things that nobody wants to spend any time looking at. You know, like, is your search console site designated as mobile compiled data or desktop compiled data? If you're wondering what I'm talking about and you have a site that you've got it hooked into Google Search Console, you can search for how to find the primary crawler of my site. Like, just do that in Google. And the first result uh, is a video, and that's mine. And in that video, I show you where to look. Who really cared before December what the hell their site was designated as? It's been that way for decades. I've seen it in there for decades. No one knows why. No one knows how it, it's chosen. You know, does Google do an eeny, meeny, miny, mo? I don't know. It, lots of people have suggestions on ways that we can influence it. But here's where I'm going to segue into talking about index issues for sites that are designated as desktop crawlers in the search console. Even though it says desktop primary crawler, it does not mean that only desktop bots crawl your site. How do I know that? Well, I have several test sites that are designated in that. And when I publish content on them, I pull the server logs and I see that there are both mobile and desktop bots that are crawling that site. So that's how I can say that. And I'm pretty much, I know I'm the lone voice in the wilderness talking about the data of the desktop crawler designation getting different results compared to a smartphone or mobile designated site. I can't really verbally describe the data, right? People say data, 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 right? What the hell is data? Well, if you think of it as a checkbox, it's a question that gets asked, and then was it there, was it not there, right? So I'm checking based on server logs, and I'm testing uh, keywords, I use test keywords that are unique to my content. So Google only has my documents with that word in it, so that when they search for it, if Google has it available to show me, they will return it. So here's, here's some other things. Both designations are good for the crawl and index subsystems of the full indexation process. Now, if you don't know what that is, in, in previous times, I had listened to what, the Google engineers on a podcast, and they said that the indexation system is comprised of three subsystems, crawl, index, and serve. They confirmed that when they launched that search console, um, what do they call it? Search status, the status of the search, right? So you can go to that URL and what you see there is uh, three things where they are break their systems down. And guess what they are? Crawling, indexing, and serving. So, okay, now we've got some validation. We know those are the three systems. And so what the testing is showing that for the crawl and index subsystems, everything is green lights, everything's good, ready to go. But the desktop crawler compiled data looks like it has an issue between the index and the serve systems because everything has got to move. Like the crawling has to move into the indexing, the indexing has to move into the serving. And between the index and the indexing and the serving systems, there seems to be an issue on these desktop designated sites. Now, again, I don't sound like a broken record. I know because I test. I do not pull this out of thin air. I'm not a coder or a developer. It's just really elbow grease. You know that phrase, effort, perseverance. So, so what's the latest? 
on the index uh, indexation testing? Well, I found out that I need more ways to notate what I see. In other words, orange is the new green. What the heck does that mean? I was playing around, even thought like, you know, if I, if I couldn't find the test keyword, I wondered what would happen if I tried searching for my test keywords by putting them in quotes. What do you know? I find my test pages. They come up in the search results when I use quotes. And I bet you're asking, what the heck does that mean, Carolyn? Okay, for me, it means that, that this slowing or stopping of the indexation process between these subsystems, it allows us to see them more clearly, to identify them. You know, when I started testing back in 2015, indexation happened almost instantaneously. We would launch a test, request indexation, and get a result within 10 minutes, test over. Today, I don't want to get uh, salty, but give me a break. You know, I'm actually testing for indexation. People, this was unheard of in 2015. We would have laughed if anybody said, oh, I'm going to test indexation. Why? It ain't broken. <laughs> so, so the amazing thing is, you know, here we are looking at it. And, and let's face it, you know, there's not a lot of SEOs that are. But if we do look for things, we can see how long it takes. Doing so in a way that's based on the scientific method, just like we did in our junior high, high uh, science experiments. How does any of this help the SEO? For the business owner, right? Well, I can only share my take. I can only tell you what makes it worth my while, right? And my beliefs are such that I, I think this, it's kind of like, why would a scientist look at carbon, right? It's the basis of life. So let, let, me, just, let me just stay on the SEO topic. Okay, so I can tell you why it helps me. Yeah, first off, as an outgrowth of this, I understand indexation really well. I have a language around it, and I'm on a mission to help my fellow SEOs speak more precisely, but not in a you're doing it wrong kind of way, but the way we do when we start to learn a new language. Languages have a way of taking something that we have an English word for, but they, they have so many different ways to describe it. Now, I remember a quote from a book that I heard about in my mid-20s and didn't read until I was in my 30s called The Fisher King and the Handless Maiden. It's really a cool perspective on psychology, but he uses two medieval stories to illustrate different feelings. And the, the quote I remember was about how different languages have multiple words for the same thing. And I'm going to quote, uh, Eskimos have 30 words for snow because it's a life and death matter. To them, to have exact information about the element they live with so intimately. An Eskimo probably would die of clumsiness if he only had one word for snow. And I feel that way about us as SEOs. We have one word for when our content is findable, index. And data reveals that there are many more states of a page prior to that. And while it's not a real life, life and death matter, for our content, for our clients' content, it is a business life and death matter. And since we live so intimately with the Google system, why would we not want to embrace a more precise and exact language around indexation? Well, that's it for today, folks. 
Thank you for being a listener. Please come back and bring a friend. If you have five minutes, check out Crawl or No Crawl on YouTube. They are short videos with updates of the ongoing indexation research, specifically focusing on the desktop primary crawler testing. A special thank you to the supporters of Confessions. It's been my pleasure to be with you, and I'll see you in the service. Thank you.